McCaffrey, and we are live for morning prayer. Uh, let's just check and make sure we are good. We are. Hallelujah. So as you come in, say good morning. It is Thursday, October the 27th, and this is morning prayer. Uh, we uh, come together every morning online here, every weekday morning at 930 and uh, for a time of prayer. So if this is your first time joining us, God bless you. Welcome. And uh, for those who join us uh, every weekday, uh, as you come in, just say hello and we'll uh, greet you. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm grateful to the Lord for what he's doing in our lives. Amen. And uh, there's nothing like uh, the presence of the Lord, nothing like his word uh, that nourishes us and uh, sustains us, gets us through uh, any challenge, uh, opens doors of opportunity. And uh, it's just an amazing thing that we can partner with the Lord in life. Amen. Bless the Lord. Uh, so uh, this morning I was reading in Colossians chapter 1 which is one of Paul's prayers uh, for the church. And it's very relevant for the time that we're living. We're actually living in these epistles, uh, Ephesians, uh, Philippians, Colossians, all these epistles that Paul took the time to write, the letters that he took the time to write uh, to the churches. And so it really is helpful to be reading in these uh, books. Good morning and happy Thursday to you, Ivan. God bless you today. Um, and so in Colossians chapter one, uh, and I'll read it out of the New King James because it's uh, that's the one of the close to the original. Uh, Colossians chapter one, and I'll read verse nine and two uh, twelve. For this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. Hallelujah. So here we see Paul in the book of Colossians, talking about uh, praying, he says he's praying continuously. He made it a habit. He made it a habit uh, to pray, a discipline to pray. He doesn't say how often, but he says he doesn't cease to do it. So is it daily? You know, uh, he, it's, he has a continual uh, process of praying. He said it's a habit um, for these individuals at the church. Uh, and he said so that they would be, and I, again, I looked this up in uh, some in the Greek and just to get more clarity on it, but that they would be amply supplied, full, complete, with knowledge gained through firsthand experience, uh, discernment of the will or purposes of God, of his commands and his precepts. Uh, you know, there's that, that's what he's praying for full and complete knowledge, uh, full and complete knowledge comes as we grow in the Lord. Uh, the more we grow, the more we grow in knowledge and understanding, right? 
And so, but he says not to just have knowledge uh, that we read or information that we obtain from just reading, but to have firsthand experience. Amen. And so um, it says that uh, one translation says that we would know what his best offer is, <laughs> that we would know what God's best offer is, um, his preferred will in all things, like in all things pertaining to the realm of the spirit, the unseen realm, uh, being skillful. And that's what that word wisdom is and having complete understanding. And then verse 10 says, when this happens, when, when we have firsthand, uh, experience and we become skillful in things pertaining to the unseen realm or the realm of the spirit, then we can conduct ourselves in a manner that's worthy or suitable of the Lord having a desire this this manifests a desire to please him in totality it says every part of us remember we are spirit soul and body and so it says every part of us in totality we would have a desire to please him in our mind with our thoughts with our will with our emotions good morning mr rob god bless you that we would have a desire to please him with our body, our behaviors, our actions, uh, with the things that we say. And that of course we would have a desire. Our spirit always desires to please him and to know him more. Uh, then it says that we would, uh, bear fruit. And Jesus talks about bearing fruit in John chapter 15, when he says that, uh, people will know that we are his disciples by the fruit that our life produces. And, and Jesus talks about that. We don't produce fruit of ourselves. So we are connected to him or we are connected to the enemy because there's, there's two opposing forces here. And so either the flow that's going through us, the, we're in the flow of the Holy spirit or we're in the flow of another spirit. Cause you don't bear fruit apart from the, the vine. And so who are we attached to? And so the fruit of our life will show if we're connected to Jesus or not. Uh, and so, um, he said, a, a tree cannot bear fruit of itself, uh, a branch. It has to be connected to something. And so, um, Jesus is the one who life comes from if we are born again. Uh, and, and that's what comes from it. But it says that, you know, a fruit, uh, a tree will produce a, the fruit after its kind, after its kind. Uh, and it says that, uh, out of evil comes evil out of good comes good. And so Paul prays that every uh, good work, every action, every accomplishment uh, would produce fruit. And that word good here is profitable. And it describes not just doing good works that we come up with, but it talks about, describes what originates from God as, and is empowered by him through faith. Those are the good works. Remember Ephesians 2 said we've been called to good works, which God has preordained, not the ones we come up with, but the ones we become aware of that he has uh, prearranged for us to do. And so that, uh, th that every one of those good works would produce the fruit that it needs to. Uh, Paul says that we would, he prays that they, we would increase in knowledge. And this is nonstop progress or growth and development in the life of faith. And this is accomplished 
as we receive and walk in the divine, and, and this is the, the next verse, uh, that the divine might within, so we can endure, persevere, patiently with joy. And Paul knew about this. He was skillful in this in Philippians chapter four, verse 11. He says, he learned to be content. He said, I have learned to be content in whatever state I am. He had to learn this. He became skillful in this. How? You know, uh, a rubber band is most useful when it's stretched, <laughs> right? It doesn't serve any purpose when it's not stretched. A rubber band is useful when it's stretched. So when we are stretched, when we are growing and we are developing in uh, in the fruits of righteousness, in, in uh, our wisdom, uh, in the understanding and knowing uh, God more. Uh, that is when we become useful for him. But Paul said, I've learned to be content in no matter what state I am in amplified classic. It says, I learned not, I've learned to be satisfied and not disturbed. And so to live an undisturbed life, we we've got to learn how to do that. We've got to practice that. Um, and so, you know, for us, when we look in the mirror, we see this natural body. We see our hair, our eyes, you know, we look at our bodies, our natural bodies, but that's not the real us. The real us is our spirit that's within. We are three parts. We are spirit. We have a soul and we live. The, this body is what carries our spirit around. Um, and so the, the tendency is uh, to give priority to what we see with our eyes. And so what we see with our eyes is our natural flesh. But if this Paul really in Colossians chapter one is talking about prioritizing the nourishment of our spirit, the unseen realm, just because it's unseen doesn't mean it's not real. It's not the unreal realm. It's the real, it's more real than the realm we're living in today. And so we need to make a practice of nourishing uh, our spirit, you know, by the word of God, uh, in prayer, uh, spending time with the Lord. That is how we nourish uh, our spirit and prioritizing that will bring us to the place of spiritual maturity and discernment and will become skillful in all things pertaining to the realm of the spirit and will walk in the full flow of what God has for us. And this is how our prayers, like what we're doing now, become real effective. There should never be a prayer that we pray that is unanswered. But I think we've gotten accustomed to that being the case. Uh, that's why a lot of people stopped praying because they prayed for a little bit, you know, three minutes, and they didn't get answers for their prayer. And it could be because they prayed wrong, they didn't pray in faith, or they are not discerning spiritual things. Uh, and so they didn't get, you know, a lot of people think, you know, I didn't get my prayers answered, so, uh, or it didn't happen right away. And they didn't draw on that inner might that helps us to endure and helps and that with joy, not to be miserable and endure, but with joy, they didn't tap into that. So they uh, quit. And so they quit on their faith. They let go of it. And so uh, then they don't, they don't pray anymore because it didn't work. Uh, and that is spiritual immaturity. 
that is an immature uh, believer. And so uh, all it takes though to correct that is to become mature. And we become mature as we grow in our knowledge and skill uh, with the Lord. And so we have to prioritize the nourishment of that. If I want my kid uh, to be skillful in a particular sport or in a particular subject in school, I don't have that child, you know, doing all kinds of other sports or I don't have them reading all kinds of other things. I have them get focused on that one thing. And so they eat, sleep, you know, think that thing, right? I put them in and this is the people who are making major money today. This is what they did in their sport or in their specialty. Uh, they, they took the time to develop and grow and nourish themselves in that particular, uh, specific sport or, uh, subject. Uh, they took time to do that. And even when they didn't feel like it, even when they didn't think that they were learning anything, you know, Michael Jordan, he talks about, um, you know, how the free throws and, you know, taking, you miss every shot you don't take. He said, you know, you may miss a bunch of shots, but you definitely miss every shot you don't take. And so it got hard for him, but he didn't quit. All the people who are making more money than others uh, took a few steps more than everybody else did. Uh, it was one of the coaches that said, uh, there's no traffic jams on the road to the extra mile. <laughs> there's no traffic jams there. Uh, and so um, experts get paid and experts uh, in their field, they're developed by nourishing and every day putting time and giving time and attention to that particular thing. Well, if I want to be skillful in the things of the spirit, I've got to put the time in. I've got to do what it takes. It's not just going to come on me. I think we, everything else we work hard for, but the things of the spirit, we think it's just going to automatically happen. God will make it happen. If God could make things happen, he would make you stop sinning. Uh, and, and that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> uh, so he, he, yes, he's sovereign, but if, if he could do everything for you, he would make you stop sinning. And then we wouldn't even need Jesus. You know, who, we wouldn't need a savior. That's not the case. Uh, so, you know, things don't just fall on me and, and I got, no, I've got to do the work. I've got to get in the word. I've got to pick up my Bible. I've got to open it. I've got to turn to a, a chapter. I've got to turn to a verse. I've got to look at it, put my eyes on it. I've got to read it. I've got to meditate on it. I've got to pray it out. I've got to speak it out. When things come my way, I've got to continue to speak it out. That's how the things of the spirit manifest in our lives. And we do that though, empowered by the Holy Spirit who makes the process enjoyable, who makes the process come alive to us. And it can be an adventure, <laughs> adventures in faith. Amen. And so as we go before the Lord this morning, remember every prayer we pray should be answered. And the more I dig into his word and the more I become skillful and grow in the knowledge, increase in the knowledge and understanding of him from firsthand experience, this will come to pass in my life. Amen. Father, I thank you uh, for every single person who has joined us today or who will join us later. I thank you. You know them. You know their name. You created them. You know them. 
and uh, for some you have a great relationship with, you're very close to, uh, they engage with you every day, they talk to you every day, some you hear from every once in a while when there's something going wrong or, and, and you love us all the same. You don't hold anything against us. Uh, your desire is that we have full knowledge of you. You don't withhold yourself uh, from us. Uh, you said you don't withhold anything good and you are good. And so you don't even withhold yourself, your character, your, your ways, your will, your purposes. You don't withhold your provision. You don't withhold anything from us, your wisdom. You said to ask and you'd give it to us liberally, but we must ask. And you said those who aren't asking, they're not getting. And so we thank you for not withholding yourself from us, but for desiring that we come and sit at your feet all day long. You are available to us all day long. And so I thank you for that awakening. We've been praying for that every day, awakening in the hearts of men and women and children to the word of God, to the will of God, uh, to salvation and awakening to you that their hearts would uh, crave you, would crave the knowledge of you, would, would crave firsthand experience of the things pertaining to the realm of the spirit, that they would desire the realm of the right spirit. For many are being led astray to the wrong spirit because their hearts are crying out for spiritual things and they don't have that wisdom or knowledge to know, stay away from these spirits. This is how you entertain that. But I thank you that you're helping us. You're helping us to see wrong spirits, to have that discernment, to see the right spirit, the Holy Spirit, whom all things good flow from. And so we thank you for sending us the Holy Spirit. We thank you that we can have a close relationship with him, closer than any other relationship that we have for he is in us. And so we thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are our great teacher. You are the mighty one. You give us inner and divine inner strength, divine inner might that strengthens us. And you, you impart to us and deposit joy. It says the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. That is the flow of the kingdom within us. The kingdom of God is within us. And so the flow of the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. And so I thank you that we operate in the full flow of the kingdom of God. We operate in the full flow of righteousness, peace, and joy in Jesus name. The more we get to know you, the more we get to learn of you, Jesus, you said to come learn of me. And you said your yoke is easy and your burden is light. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so if we feel weighty today, if we feel burdened down today, it's because we haven't learned of you yet. We haven't learned of you yet in those areas where we are weighty and burdened down. But Father, I thank you that if we'll come to you, if we'll come to you and ask for wisdom, if we'll ask for you to teach us, you'll show us how to be unburdened and light in those areas, those areas that keep coming up and that we keep uh, falling uh, prey to. We thank you, Father, that you have a way of escape for us.
The name of the Lord is a strong and high and mighty tower. The righteous run into it and we are saved. And so in those times, Father God, where the enemy would want to attack us and lead us out of victory into a place of defeat, into the desert where it is dry and there is nothing there uh, that, that nourishes our spirit. When the enemy would have us go in that direction, we turn, we turn, we sit aside, we turn aside and we look to you, Jesus. We set our minds and our hearts on you and things pertaining to heaven. And we, we, we step away from the areas that the enemy would have us go to, that he would lead us to. And we let you lead us, Jesus, to victory because it says you always cause us to triumph. You always lead us into victory. And so we choose, we make a decision. It all comes down to a decision. And so we do the work to renew our minds so we can make decisions that align to your word and your will, Father God, because we know that we can know your perfect will, your perfect will. And you said your perfect will is at work in us. If we'll stay in the flow of your work, if we'll give attention to your work, and if we'll partner with you and give you something to work with, I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father, that we are becoming skillful. We are becoming useful and, and, we, we see the things that have changed in our lives because of that. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Thank you for that desire, the increase in our desire to know you and to know the things pertaining to you. And we prioritize the nourishment of our spirit. Even though we can't see our spirit, we are very aware very aware. I thank you for a greater level of awareness of our spirit and the things that you have put within us. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. And I give you praise and glory and honor today in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you that you do perfect that which concerns us when we give you that concern. We thank you, Father. You perfect that which concerns us when we hand that over and cast that concern over on you. If we'll hold on to it, we'll hold that concern and that concern will grow. But I thank you, Father. We release that to you, all our concerns today. We release it to you. We turn it over to you as you tell us to do for you care for us. And so we give you all our concerns and all the cares. We turn that over to you and we don't touch it with our minds any longer. We don't touch it with our thought life anymore. We turn it over to you and we let you have your perfect will. Uh, you work out your perfect will in us, Father God. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We give you glory and honor and praise today in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Father. You are great. You are glorious. Your plans for us are great and glorious. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, that you are a forgiving God. You are a loving and kind Father. 
I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. We receive your forgiveness. We receive your kindness. We receive your compassion and your love and grace today. We receive your mercy today. We receive it today, Father God. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Aren't you glad that he's perfect and that he's patient? <laughs> and, and he wants us to be perfect and patient. Amen. Jesus said, be perfect as I am perfect. You know, we'll say a lot of times, well, I'm not, per when nobody is perfect. Well, Jesus said for you to be perfect as he's perfect. And so, um, that, that's, that takes, takes work, doesn't it? <laughs> right. And, but we've been given the Holy spirit to help us. And so, you know, we may not attain that perfect perfection <laughs> while we are here on this earth, but that is what we are working towards. That doesn't mean I don't, uh, go ahead and walk in that direction. It means I start walking in the direction of perfection. <laughs> I got to walk in the direction of perfection. I don't just put it off and say, well, when I get to heaven, no, Jesus told us to do that here. And in first John, we see as he, it was in this world. So are we, so are we as he is, so are we. And so we walk towards that and we start that walk and we let the Holy spirit work in us to will and to do of his, you know, purposes and his plan his good pleasure. And so, uh, we can walk toward that and we don't put it off and dismiss it because we think it's unattainable. Uh, we, we do what we need to do. Amen. Glory to God. We have a great responsibility as believers. It's not for the weak. It's not for the weak. <laughs> Being a Christian is not for the weak. And if we say it's hard living for Jesus, then we're not doing it right because we're empowered by the Holy Spirit. And I just said, Jesus said, learn of me. My ways, they're easy. The burden is light. And so he uses the word burden there uh, because you know that's what he was talking about previous to that. Uh, but his way is light. <laughs> and when we see burden, we're like, oh yes, yeah, so there's a burden. But his way is light and, and right, <laughs> amen. And so uh, we, we walk in that direction, and, but it's not for the weak. And that's why we need the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Uh, you know, some people will say, oh, being a Christian, you're weak. No, no, no. It takes a lot of strength. And we have divine might that strengthens us to be a believer. Uh, and it's not because the devil is so powerful. He has no power at all, at all. He has no power, but we walk in the authority we've been given and we can grow and develop and become more skillful in using our authority. The more we spend time in the presence of God and he shows us how to do that, uh, the more we become skillful in using and exercising our authority. And that's how life gets easier for us. <laughs> That's how it gets easier for us. Yeah, we're going to walk through some things. But the, the, the psalmist said, yea, though I walk through, through, <laughs> I don't stay there. I don't pitch a tent. <laughs> I don't look around, take in my surroundings. I don't have any time to look at that. I have no time because, you know, he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemy. I sit at his table and there's enemies around me. There's things around me, but I don't look at them. I look at him and what he set on the table before me. 
I look at him. I keep my eyes on him. It says to look to Jesus, the author, the, the one who authored my life, the one who authored this life of faith and the one who showed me how to walk this life of faith and the one who will show me how to complete and how to get to the end of my faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I will receive everything that he has for me. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father, for revelation and insight into the ways and purposes of God. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Father God. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ora bosele dishtele brando robo sondere brasige nishtele. Zumbro boshtene mandrandiniste. I thank you, Father, for if you're discouraged today, I, I ask you to get in the word of God and receive the encouragement of the spirit today. I, I administer encouragement to you and I let uh, you know that the Holy Spirit is the greatest encourager. And so yield to him today, yield to the Holy Spirit today and let him encourage you in all your ways. Amen. He's with you and he'll never leave you or forsake you. Glory to God. Have an awesome day in the Lord. Tomorrow's Friday and on Fridays we praise and worship him. And so I'll see you tomorrow. Have an awesome day.